It's the afternoon cruise. I'm here chatting with Isaiah J. Thompson. He's in town to play with John Pizzarelli over at the Dakota. Mr. Thompson, thanks so much for making time for Jazz 88. Of course. Thanks for having me. Now, your name's been buzzing for quite a while, but uh, we heard about your win from the American Pianists uh, competition in Indianapolis. And we've been very supportive of that most recent release, The Power of the Spirit. The tune we've been playing is Thank You, Betsy. Can you let us know a bit about that composition and that performance of that tune? Sure, yeah. I mean, I wrote Thank You, Betsy um, when I first started uh, at Juilliard, so maybe around 2015, 2016. That was one of the first ones I really uh, I, I felt like I was really excited about writing, you know, and it was the first ballad that I wrote. Um, and Betsy was a black Volvo. Everyone's <laughs> like, who is Betsy? It's like, black, Betsy was a black Volvo that is no more. And uh, <laughs> she got me a lot of places I needed to go, you know, and it was my mom's car. And uh, many, many times, uh, you know, going to piano lessons or to fencing uh, meets or all types of things that I did as a kid. So, yeah. Station wagon, sedan, what are we talking about? Yeah, it was a small, very small, yeah, kind of sedan situation. (laughs) And fencing didn't make it into the bio, so you are a fencer as well? I fenced for, I wouldn't call myself a fencer, but I did fence for two years in high school. I really, I really enjoyed it. Got you. Now, you've been traveling around the country for a while now with John Pizzarelli. Is this one of your first times traveling to this extent, or is this something you've already done in your career before connecting with John? Um, No, I mean, John has is a really busy man I, I i think he's busier than most people i've met in my entire life so <laughs> I, I i can i wouldn't i wouldn't lie and say that i've had this sort of experience before i, I don't think there are many people busier than john Pizzarelli. <laughs> what's it like playing with him it's an honor and a, pri- and a privilege i mean he's such a nice guy too um and he's so knowledgeable but he's so graceful with his knowledge he doesn't you know, when he's explaining something to you, he's showing you something, you don't always recognize that you're learning in that moment. You know, he's, it's just, he's just telling you how something is, or he's explaining to you, oh yeah, check this out. And then, you know, after a month, a year of that, or whatever it is, you realize how much you've learned without gotcha. doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Uh, now, you spent some time rooming with another artist we play on the station, Anthony Hervey. Yeah, of course. Um, and your frequent bass player, Philip Norris. At one point, y'all were all roommates. What is it like to be playing and sharing space and actual living quarters with fellow fantastic musicians of a similar age? Like, what's that experience like? Sure. I mean, um, well, it's funny because everyone feels like they have their own apartment because everyone's gone <laughs> at different times. Um, but just to see what everybody else is, is working on, I think, is very inspiring. You know, everyone was serious about playing the music. Everyone's super talented, so... I think you just have inspiration happening all the time, you know, hearing what Anthony's working on, hearing what Philip's working on, or, you know, some, sometimes we'd have someone come over or whatever. Yeah. You, you wake up to music you never heard before, so I think that's very special. I'm chatting with Isaiah J. Thompson. He's in town to play with John Pizzarelli, but we've been very excited about his recent release, The Power of the Spirit. We've been playing the tune, Thank You, Betsy. Is this your first time, uh, Mr. Thompson, in the Twin Cities, or have you visited here before? So when we... Uh, landed. I was like, yeah, this is my first time. They're like, no, it's not. So <laughs> I think I must have been here uh, not that long ago, maybe maybe two years ago, a year or two, two ago. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, you were talking, I saw some really cool footage of you in your apartment uh, related to the American Pianist Award where they sort of did a yeah. day in the life. I mean, you're talking about when you're building your repertoire, you make sure to lean heavy on composers of color. Yeah. 
And it seems at times that the compositional contributions of black writers are overlooked, even if the performance of black performers is celebrated. Sure. Um, so what's, what's, your, what's your favorite thing about introducing audiences to black composers and composers of color? I think it's really important just to see that sort of sophistication and, and see how intelligent they were. You know, I think it, sometimes it takes away that narrative, that kind of stereotype of black magic, how things are just, just happen. Yeah. And oh, he's it, just a... He, right. Yeah. He just did that. You yeah. know, and it's like, no, this person studied this for a long period of time. This person uh, played every day and, and you can see similarities in their compositions If you can see their personality is expressed in how they compose. Yeah. And I think it's super important to hear the musicians who are playing it, they also wrote these beautiful right. melodies, we should play them and celebrate them. Do you have black composers that you that you feel are particularly overlooked in the world of jazz that you're shining a light on? Oh man, I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, the first recording I did was Buddy Montgomery, and I I hadn't heard of him. <laughs> you know, uh, everyone had heard of West Montgomery, you know, yeah. but not Monk Montgomery, and and, and definitely not Buddy. And um, I remember someone showing me his music. I was like 16. And I, and I said, I said, how come I never heard of this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, I was just so taken aback by how, how, how special his music was, how, how I felt like it was made almost for a musician, for a jazz musician to play. Yeah. Oh, that, that's beautiful. And that's, it's really a beautiful thing that new generations of jazz musicians can do to introduce these, these writers, these performers, but particularly writers who deserve a second look, a third look, a, a new re-examination. So thank you for doing that work because I know you could probably be doing, this new record is all you, right? Sure, yeah. So you're not kind of doing the, oh, I'm, I'm 25, I'm a hotshot piano player, look at how I play Monk. You do, you're doing something a little more ambitious as a composer and as a curator, and I, I tip my hat to you for that. I appreciate it. It's the Afternoon Cruise here on Jazz 88. I'm chatting with Isaiah J. Thompson. He's getting ready to play over to Dakota doing sh two shows with John Pizzarelli. And it's been really awesome to hear you as a pianist, and it's been really awesome to hear you uh, playing with John Pizzarelli in a support role as well. We've been doing the tune Coffee in a Cardboard Cup, which yeah. uh, you got a solo on that one, right? I, th I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, th I, th I think you and John do it. I think it's like blazing fast, some really, some really quick music, moving music. You are at a time where the iron is hot in your career. You're getting attention. Your record's getting promoted. You won a really prestigious award. How do you find time to balance striking while the iron is hot while also picking up gigs with John Pizzarelli and, and hitting that balance to make sure that you're doing as much as you can for your craft and also for your career and your profile? That's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I, I do. I want to give some credit to, to Pitts, as I call him, because... Um, he comes from such a kind of fami familial understanding of the music, you know, obviously with Bucky and yep. and so, so his kids, I mean, his wife, they're all, they're all musicians, you know, and so there's very much a family dynamic and gotcha. all, all of us, you know, when we play with him, we're, we're like a family, I call him Uncle Pitts, you know, and um, I think uh, having that balance between family and music can be very difficult, but when your family is also like who you play with, it makes it a little bit easier. Gotcha. You know? um, now, like, I'm newly married, so that's like, you know, that's that's also hard to like be on the road and then, you know, um, I, I do think that though because like my wife had, knows Pitts and Pitts knows everybody and we all can get together and stuff, it does make it a little bit easier. Got say, you. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. But yeah, I can imagine you're like, honey, the iron is hot. And she's like, we are going on a honeymoon. Yeah, right. This is <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, how, how long have you been married for? It's only been a month. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Have you finished the thank you cards? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've no. been married about 10 years, and I'm not sure I've finished all of mine. Right. So. 
<laughs> it happens, but uh, congratulations to you. Isaiah J. Thompson, we're really glad you're in town. We're really glad to be playing your music on Jazz 88. And I think we've covered everything. I hope you have some great shows tonight, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with Jazz 88. Of course. Thank you very much. <laughs>